Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I am a master transformation guide who is obsessed with showing you the steps to rediscover who you are, how to best work with yourself, and how to create the life you want and deserve. Here is where I will share more about my own journey and all the things I've learned along the way. And I'm going to introduce you to some pretty incredible people who decided to go for it and are now sharing their gifts with the world. We're going to deep dive into all the things and inspire, motivate, and give you the tools to embark on your own healing, transformation, self-project journey, whatever that may be. So settle in, get comfortable, and here we go. And welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have um, our guest here with us, Adrienne Barton. And she is the creator of the art of blended chaos. And she's a certified step family coach who helps you find the joy and love in your blended family life. And I connected with Adrienne through um, a Kathy Heller challenge several months ago. It's been it's been five or six months now. And we have been collaborating on several projects together, and I absolutely love working with Adrienne. So I'm really excited to have her here today to share with you guys. So Adrienne, do you want to tell us um, just a little bit more about your story and how you came to, um, came to feel inspired to help others with blended families and more about what you do with them? Yes, absolutely. First, I just want to say thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to connect with you and your audience and looking forward to sharing more. So I am a wife, a mom, a bonus mom, an ex, and a co-parent. I do have a business degree. And prior to this, I've had a 17-year career in the nonprofit sector. And I really have a passion for all things operation and mission-driven work. So a lot of that plays into getting to where I am today. If you rewind to about eight years ago, I was a hot mess. I was going through a very ugly separation and it was not initially planned to be that way. I was trying to figure out how to be a single mom basically overnight. I was trying to keep my career on track and thriving. And I was also trying to figure out how to rebuild my life and where to start. Um, But the universe quickly revealed that it had other plans for me and threw me right into a brand new relationship, which was the last thing I thought I wanted or expected. So um, my husband and I met because we were neighbors and I was a single mom with two daughters and he was a single dad with two daughters and our kids saw each other every day and wanted to have play dates. So through that, we started talking, um, quickly had a connection, and very rapidly after that, ended up falling in love and jumping right into marriage, something that both of us swore we would never do. So um, we we never stopped to think through it, quite honestly. We just jumped in head first and went with what felt right to both of us and didn't do any of the upfront work, if you will. We didn't talk through, you know, what would this look like? How would it work? What bumps in the road will we have? How do we navigate this? We just said, let's go, let's do this. Um, And it was probably six months to a year in that we realized 
this is going to be a lot more challenging. And I had to figure out how to be a bonus mom. He had to figure out how to be a bonus dad. We had to figure out how to merge and mesh these two families that already had these structures and these cultures to them. And when things got incredibly challenging, I went to my friend Google and tried to find resources and tools, but I was really not finding much. There were some articles out there, some personal blogs, but just not what I was looking for that were solution focused resources. So I spent the last seven years trying to figure things out as we went, making the best decisions we could with what we had and knew at the time, and then improving once we found new ways and things. A lot of things have been trial and error for us. It was probably about two years ago, I had found stepmomhelp.com and really started following their mission and what they share. And then uh, in the last six months, decided it was time to be a part of the solution and do something with the knowledge that I've gained so that I can help others in the same situations. And that's when I became a certified step parent coach and decided to start the Art of Blended Chaos. So our mission is to support blended families by providing empathy, education, and coaching on the everyday challenges of blended family life. And our vision is to support parents, co-parents and step-parents to live their best blended family lives with connection, love and simplicity. And I do believe that all of that is possible. And what I love about this is this isn't even um, like anybody can learn from you. Everybody is connected in some way, whether it's family that we know or other friends, we all know somebody who's affected by blended family life. And you do see, um, you know, there is a different variety of challenges that come up, um, especially I'm sure dealing with, um, you know, exes and dealing with just, I mean, so many things, you know, children and how it affects them. And, you know, everybody's coming in to this different dynamic and trying to feel each other out and learn each other. And, you know, so I really love what you're doing because there is, I'm sure like you're saying such a need for that. That's such a niche that, um, that I'm sure isn't focused on. So I really like that you're bringing light to this and you're sharing what you know and you're sharing what you've been learning about for years. So I'm so excited. You Um, know, it's funny that you bring up that, Um, There must be so many others out there needing this. So a really funny story was that when our youngest daughter was in kindergarten on the first day of school, an activity they had to do was build their family using blocks, building blocks. And our daughter's tower was so tall, it wouldn't stand on its own. It would just tip over. And I was mortified as a parent. I was terrified that we would be judged and shamed. And I didn't want my daughter to be the laughing stock of the class on the first day of school. And so I'm looking around thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then before I knew it, time was up. I didn't get to implement anything. And she was called up to the front of the class to describe her tower. And she went up there proud as ever. And she stood up there with the biggest smile on her face. And she described every block in her tower. And it was her mom and her dad and her bonus mom and her bonus dad and her siblings, which were all siblings. She did not have step siblings and all of the pets at all of the homes. And, (laughs) um, And she was so proud, it was so normal to her. 
And in that moment, I completely relaxed and calmed down and realized that we have found a way to have our children feel loved and to make things work for our family. And that's really at the end of the day that all that mattered. It didn't matter who in that room was judging us, but I was in shock that we were the only family in this entire class that was a blended family. I could not believe that that because I knew so many others that were in the similar situations. So I started researching statistics on it because I always love to go back to yeah. data. And I could not believe that 40% of married couples with children in the U.S. are step couples. Wow. 40%, that's nearly half of all married couples with children. And so I just share that because there are far more people out there touched by it than I think we still talk about in society. Mm -hmm. I think there's still that stigma around it. I completely agree. And thank you for sharing that story with us because that's an extremely powerful example of, um, you know, what, what this can be for the children. And um, you look at that and her towering blocks and just, when you were describing that, I was just thinking of, um, you know, watching her and probably thinking like, wow, she has a lot of love. Like that's what I heard when you were talking about that story was she has just got a lot of love in her life. And I'm really excited to talk with you a little bit more about values. So family values and how they apply to blended family life. Um, and I know that this ties in a little bit um, to a course that you're developing. So I'm going to let you share a little bit more about that with us. Yes. So values is not the first place that I went or would have ever thought to have gone to when I was educating myself on how to navigate the challenges of everyday blended family life. But through the education that I've received, I realized that it is really a core element of what we should all be looking at. Um, so if we start at the beginning with what are values, it seems like such a simple question, but I can't tell you how many people actually ask it or how our own children don't understand it. And so I broke down what our values are. And at the core, they're the basic and fundamental beliefs that guide and motivate our attitudes and actions. In the simplest terms, they help us determine what is important to us. So it's not about what's right or wrong. They're completely individualized and should be. They're not moral, behavioral, or ethical, which that was probably the hardest concept for me to get, that yes. um, they're not moral, behavioral, behavioral or ethical. Oh. Um, they're intangible and something that you do or have. So I have a two-page document of values that I've compiled, um, and I have an exercise we'll go through in just a little bit. But um, the next fascinating thing besides what our values are is how they're formed. And this, it to me, is equally as important as understanding our values, because we have to understand where they come from to know how to navigate them and how to change them should we want to. So our value system is formed by reinforced a variety of factors. So what our parents have instilled in us from a young age, if not our parents, those that we were surrounded with most of the mm -hmm. time as a young child, our religious beliefs, our friends, our personal experiences, all of those inform and create our value system. And that's important. You know, you've heard the age old, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Yes. And it's so true because it goes back to the value system that you carry with you. 
Um, so why does all of that matter? It matters because they help us achieve clarity regarding why we do what we do and help us live a consistent life. They inform all of our actions and decisions and they help us design our life goals so that we know where we're headed and what we're trying to achieve. Um, so what did, what do we do with all of this? What I did and the exercise that I recommend is to, to look up values. And like I said, I have a list that I can share if people want to reach out. Um, and I tried to create an exhaustive list from multiple resources. So it's the most comprehensive that I have been able to find yet. And so sit down with those values, really look at them, think about them, think about what they mean to you and create a list of your top 10 values with one being the most important and 10 being the least important. So the way I did this was just put down the 10 that meant the most to me, the 10 that were top of mind, the 10 that resonated with me, and then spend some time thinking through them and ordering them in prioritization order. Um, after I did that, I started looking at and assessing each value. Why was it important to me? Why did it matter? And how did it present itself in my everyday life? So for example, trust, I am huge on honesty and trust. And those are really two different values, but they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So trust is important to me because it's the centerpiece and the foundational, one of the core foundational elements of any relationship, whether it's my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my ex, my relationship with my children's bonus mom, who I co-parent with, or the relationship with my children or a friend, it doesn't matter it, mm -hmm. any relationship this applies to. And I've realized that if we don't have trust, we don't really have an authentic and healthy relationship. So that's why that value matters to me so much. If I can't trust somebody, I won't be vulnerable with them. I won't share my real self and I won't believe the words that they speak to me. So once I got to that part of the exercise, um, I decided it was time to start having crucial conversations and not just sharing what my values were, but asking the others in my life that mattered to me what their values were and having them rank their values and what was most important to least important. And then talking with each other about what values we have that are the same and where our values are different. And what that did was gave me an understanding of other people in a different way than I had ever thought of before. So, you know, I could have trust and authenticity and honesty and acceptance and courage, let's just say as my top five. Mm -hmm. And my husband could have five completely different values, or he could have three the same and two different. But once I understood what his values were, I could then understand some of his actions and decisions. And then I could understand the place he was coming from and making those. And then we were able to compromise and meet each other in the middle to take the best of what we both had to offer in making our parenting decisions or our co-parenting decisions or any other decisions that supported our family. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that. What popped out for me, it's funny that you, um, how you described values about them not being um, necessarily like our moral or our ethical standards, because I did a Google search before Google, hi, um, before our episode, just looking up like, you know, let me have some idea of values because I made a list of my own values already. So I'm excited to um, kind of dig more into my top 10 using this exercise. But yeah, doing a Google search 
on just values and so many different things pop up. There were several that were just like, these could be your moral standards and your religious beliefs and, you know, this and this and this. So I love that there are, um, I love your description of it, just that there are these intangible just beliefs and how they're formed and what I love is that it gives you something to come back to. So I know for myself, I'm very much somebody who can get swept up in like the energy of other people. It's important for me to have almost like a list of these values to come back to like, you know, is this authentic? Is this honest for me right now? Let me look at mine. Yeah. I think it gives what you are my of value- North Star. Yeah. Yes. Like what are my values? And right now, is what I'm saying yes to, to be aligned with my own values or am I swept up in this other energy? So yes, like a North star, like you're saying. So. Yeah. And I also think, you know, this is an exercise that while I'm implementing it in a course I'm creating specific to blended families, and this in particular course is going to be really niched down to new bonus moms. So they're, you know, just getting into a relationship or dating or just have moved into a relationship or um, just got married um, and are within that first, say, year to 18 months of blended family life. But this is really an exercise that one could apply to any blended family at any stage in the process, could apply to any family, and quite frankly, any relationship. Um, I know it has served me in so many different ways in my life, even though it came out of the need to um, serve my blended family life. I really like how you... um you could sit down and have a conversation. Like this is a great exercise for your whole family because I know I'm, I often get frustrated with like my husband or my kids from like, why are you, why are you doing things that way? Or why did you choose to, you know, anything? Why did you make that decision basically? And so learning what their values are and where, you know, what level you guys connect on and understanding where they're coming from and their perspective and seeing it from their point of view and understanding, okay, this is why they did that this way, or this is why they're making those decisions, um, even though they're different from yours. I do think that it gives you an important perspective. Um, So I'm actually kind of excited to do this with my husband and my kids. I think the conversation aspect of it is probably the most important aspect, even if you couldn't come up with 10 values, or even if you had a list of 20 values, it's, I think it's really about having that time to assess for yourself what they mean and where you're headed with them. And then how you can meet somebody else in the middle of the road with them. I love that. Yay. So I kind of wanted to compare, like I said, I wrote down a list of my family values. So I'm just kind of curious to see where we sit. So I wrote down honesty, kindness, So I think that it's interesting that you say that there's a difference between honesty and truth, right? Is that what you were saying, that there was a difference? Yeah, and I think, you know, that's something I'm still exploring myself is, you know, when I look at lists of values and and what the list that I've curated, honesty and truth are, are on the list separately. So I think, you know, different people will look at it differently. And I think that For me, they really come down to one and the same, that if you're an honest person, you're a truthful person. But I think for other people, it could be viewed differently. And I also think it depends on what word resonates with you. Mm -hmm. It could be two different words could have the same meaning, but one could resonate with you more than the other. More than the other. Yes. Um, I just actually did a whole thing between uh, thankful and grateful. I just had that debate with myself too. Like basically the same thing, but which one? grateful is a state of being and thankful is like an action or something like that. 
Oh, interesting. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. I like that. Right. So um, that's funny that you say that because I caught myself in that debate lately between those two words. So yeah, so mine is definitely honesty. That's something that we um, preach. And I almost feel like in a way that kind of ties into maybe integrity, um, you know, about doing the right thing and being honest, then Mm -hmm. kindness, um, kind of an empathy slash compassion, um, equality, respect, responsibility, and then uh, creativity was a big one for me. And I don't think that like that would be on my husband's top 10 list. He probably wouldn't care much about that. But that's like, I think that that's really important to me at like, um, you know, with my boys is challenging them to uh, think outside the box and to have a creative outlet because I do believe, and I think that we've heard this from Kathy, that everybody has everybody has something creative in them um, and how you express it, whether it's through, you know, cooking or sewing or digital design or gardening or, you know, you're really great with the woodworking or, I mean, just there's 10 million, anything, anything could be a creative project. So that's a value I have too, that probably wouldn't be on many of my family's top 10 lists. So, so would you say these are your personal values or are these your family values? You know, I think that these So this is interesting. These will be my personal values because we really haven't defined like family values. They've just kind of, I guess you would say just kind of come about like there hasn't been a conversation about it. It's just kind of been a mutual understanding of like, this is what we both believe. We both believe in being honest. We both believe in like being respectful. I can't say we've ever had a really detailed spoken conversation about it or done any kind of exercise about it other than just it's kind of come together that way. If you Right, right. And that's that's what makes it so interesting. Like you said, you're both coming from how you were both raised and then all of the experiences you've had since childhood to today and through your young adulthood and so on. Um, and that's that's why this exercise is so crucial. And that's why it becomes even more important for blended families, because you look at, you're a nuclear family, and these are things that come up and you can see the value in the discussion. And then you take a blended family where you have, you know, extra circumstances that have taken yes. place. Plus you have co-parents and yes. then those co-parents might be remarried and have children from previous marriages who have exes who, and you can see how this goes on and on and on. Yes. And really we all have to work together. You know, my husband's ex and her husband and his other children are a factor in the daughter that my husband and his ex share, which mm-hmm. is my bonus daughter who has a factor in you know, my daughters and then goes to my ex and his new wife who have children. You know what I mean? So you can see how this becomes exponentially important to really discuss and find alignment. And if not alignment, at least understanding of where the other person's coming from, uh, which is what creates a great co-parenting relationship is having the understanding so you can compromise and find a way that makes the best situation for the children so that they're set up for the most success. Oh, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you pointing out asking, you know, are those your personal values or your family values? Because one right away, those are my personal values. So yes, obviously there's some places where, you know, I know all of us will come together and have some of the same values, but I'm actually really excited to kind of have that conversation with everybody and see like, oh, where, 
you know, what values are we holding that are the same and where, where can I see from your viewpoint again? Just to read. Yeah. Well, 2.0, which I have not even thought to release yet, but I will give a sneak peek here is, um, the values exercise 2.0 will be extending that to a family values exercise. So um, the goal right now is to get people to do the exercise and to have a conversation with at least one other person, most likely their spouse or one of their children, if their children are old enough to have that conversation. But what I really would like to get to is a place where families um, each individually do the exercise and then collectively come together for a little family meeting and share their own values with each other and discuss where the alignment is and then mutually agree to what their family values are, including the children having a say, again, assuming the children are of age, that that makes yes. sense. But um, so a sneak peek, that will be coming soon. I love that idea of um, incorporating it into a whole family exercise and there's so much you could do with that. That's so exciting. So other, what other things, what other ways do you have that people can work with you? Um, do you have any other courses that you're in the process of developing? Can they work one-on-one? Yes. -on -one? Yeah. So right now my main focus has been one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, it's primarily with bonus moms, um, but I do support step parents, co-parents, and even parents that are in blended family relationships. So I have the fortune of getting to come from the perspective of both a biological mom and a bonus mom. And I understand the dynamics that come from both sides of that. And that has actually really served me well. So I'm happy to support those on both sides of the fence because I do understand both sides and have finally figured out at least for the most part to uh, co-parent well. Um, I am currently developing a couple of different courses, the primary one being for new bonus moms, because mm -hmm. I really believe that if we can start out with a solid foundation, then we're set up for success versus getting into the journey like I did and then going, oh, whoa, wait, what did I just do? And I am not equipped for this. No. And then feeling all of the guilt and the shame and the heaviness that comes with it and then having to backpedal and rebuild. So I really want to sort of uh, excuse me, support people from the onset of getting into a blended family situation. Um, so that will be the first course that comes out. Um, and then of course, you know, just following me on Instagram or my website or Facebook, um, I did recently launch Mom Formations, okay. which is a um, weekly affirmation that's delivered to your inbox. And it's meant to just give you a weekly dose of inspiration and can-do vibes. Um, you know, momming is hard and bonus momming is especially hard. Um, and I just want to give those little bit of moments of reprieve where somebody can feel normal and human and realize that they're seen and heard. So that's really what mom formations is all about. Oh my gosh. I love that. So you're on Facebook, Instagram, and webpage, and your name is The Art of Blended Chaos on all platforms, yes. right? Yes. Perfect. So everything will be linked in the show notes. And then I'll see too if maybe we could um, – where can they find if they want to sign up for Mom Formations? Is that on your website? So if they go to Instagram, okay. there's a link in the bio, and then they'll be able to sign up for that weekly email. Is there anything else that you can think – that you wanted to add yeah. to it? 
You know, I think the last thing I'll just leave us with is I always go back to, excuse me, to statistics because I feel like they really serve to inform us. And there is so much stigma around blended families and the word stepmom really equals evil stepmom. And where that came from, I, I will probably never know, but I'm really on a mission to break that and to share the realities so that people can feel welcome in the world. I don't think that being a stepmom equals evil. And when you look at the fact that approximately one third of all weddings today, one third of all weddings are forming a step family. You can't tell me that there's that many people in the world that are evil. And so I just, I, I am a numbers person. I love data. Um, and I think that the statistics are really powerful to tell a story. And my goal is to use those stories to break down the stigmas and normalize blended families as much as nuclear families. I, I really like that you brought that up because immediately as soon as you um, gave that reference of evil, I immediately thought like Cinderella, an evil stepmother. And I think it's the media. The media has really portrayed it that way. And we all know what a powerful influence that media has over us, especially when they're basically exposing us to that stuff. So that's what we made form as our belief system too, because that's what we're seeing. So, wow. I appreciate that you shared the statistics with us because that is really powerful to think that almost half of our families here in the U.S. are step families. So thank you so much for bringing light to this important topic, Adrienne, and for being here today on the show. I want you guys to go ahead and go and follow Adrienne, see what she is doing. She has some really beautiful posts and she's doing some amazing things. So thank you so much, Adrienne. I'm so glad that you could join us today and we'll see you next time. Thank you. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode with Adrienne today and I highly encourage you to go follow her on social media and check out what she's doing. So I think that the values exercise that she gave us is awesome. This is something that you can sit down and do with your family, your significant other, your kids, your friends, your co-workers, anybody right away. Each of you listing your top 10 values And then comparing where you guys are at because then it allows you to see things from other people's perspectives on perhaps why they've made decisions that they've made or why they do things the way that they do things. I really hope that you were able to take away a lot of great information today. And thank you so much for being here and supporting the show. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.